Hello. Bienvenidas mujeres del siglo XXI. Welcome to Women of the 21st Century, a podcast where we talk with women who are leaders, entrepreneurs, empowered women who have changed their lives in this 21st century. I'm Sarai. I'm the host. Let's start talking. Hello, hello. I'm Sarai, and I have a new, 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 new. Oh, she's so nice, and um, her name is Celsi. And um, let's talk about you, Han. Um, do you want me to just introduce myself? Yeah. Yes, okay. you're my guest. All right, so <laughs> my name is Elson. I'm 22 from Port Chester, New York, and I'm an activist. An activist. How long you been doing this? Um, I would probably say like since I was younger because my mom would bring me around a lot. Um, but like I actually started like working on my own um, right after I graduated high school. So probably like four, like five years now. Five years. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's good. And um, I know your mom, she's another activist, but she, she cannot make it today. But Yeah, she wasn't able to make it. But yeah, my mom's like a really big influence for, you know, the person that I am today. Yes. She's uh, dancing, yeah? Yeah, she's a traditional Aztec dancer from Mexico. Aztec dancer from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was, um, I hear she's like almost 30 years, I guess. Yeah, she's been dancing for 30 years now. Um, She's really passionate about it, and, like, it's really liberating for her. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that she's still in touch with it. That's nice. That's nice. And um, so what else you do? I was, remember we was was doing that, uh, um, the activists on Worcester, the hunger strike? Yeah, the hunger strike to fund the... The excluded workers. It was you and your mom. I was, well, that was really exciting. I was, wow. Yeah, we both did it together. It was really nice. Um, We got to spend, you know, it was a three-day, two-night, so we got to spend some time together, which it's usually really difficult for me to spend time with her, like, to Mm -hmm. be in the same room because I'm, like, running around or, like, I'm just sitting on, like, on the computer doing schoolwork and stuff. But that, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that was that was fun. I was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would yeah. really enjoy it. Uh, that was uh, well. I think everybody was worried, but I think it was it was great. I do and I do it because I want to do something mm-hmm. for everybody and for others, you know. And yeah. that was great. And uh, that we, I think they've how how much we're billions they've found like we ended up getting two point one, I guess. Something, something like that. Like I that. Think it was 2.1 billion. But originally we were asking for 3.5 billion. Yeah. And then that money would then be given to workers that weren't able to get any sort of financial support from the government mm-hmm. um, during the pandemic, like the stimulus checks or even like unemployment. Uh, so fortunately, you know, it did pass in New York and uh, workers will now be able to receive some sort of financial relief. Um which is really great, but it's like still not out and the processing of it is still very unclear, I think. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it might be excluding people that don't have an ITIN number, but they're saying you don't need it. But then they're not including previously incarcerated people. So it's leaving out some people and including a few, which like usual, that's the government here. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I know. So many people there, they don't they don't have the ITIN number. Yeah, so many people don't have, or they do have an ITIN number or a social security number, but it's not theirs. Exactly. Right, so that money is going to someone else. Those taxes are being paid for by someone else. Yeah, so that was great about that. And um, 
So tell me more. Um, what else do you do an activist? So my activism is really focused in the village that I live in. So in Porchester, I do a lot of my work. Um, the The thing that got me started was this um, organization that now I'm a board member for. It's called Sustainable Porchester Alliance. Mm -hmm. It's a coalition of different groups and individuals and organizations. And pretty much we advocate for responsible development, affordable housing, local hire, uh, good jobs, and just like the general well-being of the community. It's kind of shifted. The things that we've advocated has shifted because we work with the community. So the needs are constantly changing, right? Or the approach that they are willing to take changes as well. Um, So that's one of the main things. And then the other thing is like, I'm a member of a youth group called the New Guard. And the New Guard is just a bunch of young people that are interested in being more active in the community and learning more and just being with like-minded people. Mm -hmm. Um, So the New Guard has taken up a lot of my time now. Yeah. um, Which I love to see like so many of us just ready to work like we're in school we're working you know we're just busy people like yes. in general like our, our yeah. generations are busier yeah and this yeah, yeah. that's a, really good you know i was like i see these young kids now is uh, they do everything they they want to be help other ones and that yeah. was great that was great I, I see that and um and what else i was like well you was more talking about you who mm-hmm. you who tell me who you really who you are? What did you what is exactly exciting to you are? Mm. Uh that's a that's a that's an interesting question. <laughs> um I guess I would say that I am really uh passionate and dedicated and patient. Peace. Um, but also assertive about the things that I believe in because sometimes it's like I wanna be caring and loving and stuff like that but a lot of the times in this work that we're doing we have to change we have to be really assertive yeah. to get our point across right and it's like sometimes when when we're doing for things like with the hunger strike it's like oh we're not asking for 3.4 million we're demanding it like we're telling you that this is what we need mm-hmm. um and they work it and it works right so there's sort of like an assertiveness that has to come along with the activism so yes, mm-hmm. that's that's really. So I was thinking, well, wow, fascinating on all this. How many how many kids, young kids, there are on your group? I would say we have about a dozen. A dozen. About a dozen. Yeah. And all the different uh, prototypes and race or different cultures. Yeah, I mean, Porchester's really has like a really diverse population. So it's just like a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of people from different backgrounds, and it goes from like we have someone that just graduated high school all the way to someone that just, you know, passed the bar and became a lawyer. Yeah. So there's a really wide range of level of life, right? Yeah. Like everyone, everyone's at a different life stage, but what's so good about it is that we all care, mm-hmm. you know, about the future. Okay. And, and specifically about the future, about the place where we currently live in. Because we see how we've been treated. Mm-hmm. We see how our neighbors are being treated. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see the changes, right? Like if you walk around the village, you can see buildings coming down. You can see people uh, are either homeless or people like struggling to get food from the store to their home. So it's like we see it and we want to do something about something it. Something about it. 
Yes. So you would tell me on this group, you're have a, like yawns and you have more like more bigger. And mm -hmm. you would tell me about you want this group, they want to help other ones. They introduce like our like um este soy yo y yo te quiero enseñar yeah. like I want to show you like a big brother I'm the big like brother mentoring? yes mm -hmm. oh, okay yeah it it is a bit like mentoring um and more like we each have different qualities mm -hmm. and different um, expertise so it's like someone we have a graphic designer we have someone that does social media we have someone that's you know everyone's kind of been placed in a place where they know the topic but they're still learning exactly um which and is I, really good now these are they 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 do buy because they want to do or they pay no we're not paid at all actually it's all it's all volunteer yeah um and when you think about it like if i think about the schedule it's like maybe a month we might have like four to six meetings because we broke up into different groups to focus on issues instead of trying to get everything yeah. done and just like too, too many people and just one thing is yeah so we horrible. organize ourselves to break up into like specific groups and then there's two leaders per group and then the leaders meet and go over stuff you yeah. know and we get things approved it's working out really well but we have people that work on um the board of education mm -hmm. we have people that work on the board of trustees village matters stuff like that um We have a channel that's dedicated to like talking about issues regarding the police, the mm -hmm. emergency services and stuff like that. Um, you know, a social media group and a couple of other um, like civics and organizing. Um, so there's 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 different groups and you yeah. can join as many as you want, as long as you think you you know, you think you can handle it. Yes. Right. So we don't want to limit you, but we also don't want you to burn out. Yeah, exactly. We want exactly. you to be able to like yeah, dedicate then, your time and actually put like quality work out. Yeah. Then, then also don't stress because <laughs> too many things, too many projects. That yeah. Also stress. don't stress because, you know, they're students. We're students. Yeah. We're workers. Yeah, you're right. It's really difficult to be able to balance all of that um, and still feel like I'm getting something done. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm really proud of you know, all the people that are a part of the new guard. I'm really happy that they all came together. Yeah, that's good. And I was like, you was telling me you're you're from Mexico. Yeah, you're you you come yeah. you're an immigrant to, to this country. Yeah, so I was born in Mexico and then I came here when I was six. So, so I'm you're a DACA from recipient. DACA. Yeah. yeah. Dreamers, soñadores. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's good. That's good. So it's perfect you to show all the other kids. So listen, I'm I'm here. I want to show you. I want this is your laws. You have to know the laws. You was told, told me about that. Yeah, show this everyone to this is your law for for your home for for whatever whatever uh, whatever problem you have. You have to know what what is really you are are in this country is by law. Yeah, yeah. So definitely want people to know like if you're gonna work on something that's regarding like activism and social justice mm -hmm. it's usually better if it's something that's connected to you personally because there's a certain like drive that like you're gonna get out of it um but yeah yeah so tienes que saber las leyes no just yeah that's the other thing that we talked about um that i a, a big part of the new guard is letting people and students know 
about their rights, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's housing rights or, you know, wage theft stuff that's happening. Like you have rights as a human being in the United States. And most of you would say you come to this country, you are in this country and this country has rights. Mm-hmm. So you had to know your rights. Yeah, this country is a country of laws, and it's better when you follow the when you follow them. It's better when you, it's better when you know them. Mm-hmm. Not when you follow them necessarily, but it's better when you know them so that you're protected, and so you can protect other people as well. Exactly. Um, especially with a lot of like development going on, people being displaced, and housing issues, and workers' issues. Like, it's good to be able to know. Like, actually, no, I'm not gonna take this because I know my rights. I yeah. know that I can argue about this i know that i can complain i know that i have you know time to take a sick day from work i know that i can't be living in this housing place if it's not like that. up to good conditions yeah, yeah. And most, if you have a kid so you had to you had to say i, I don't want to live like this i have babies at home too mm-hmm. so yeah so tell me about um last year 2020 mm-hmm. what do you see on that <laughs> Um, well, I think it was just by the pandemic. What, what did really you see in in that last year? Honestly, I just did my schoolwork. I feel like my schoolwork just took up much, like most of my time. Um, I was still sort of working part time for half of the year. Um, so I was still busy. But at the same time, like that year, we were able to figure out how to organize online mm-hmm. um which is which can be difficult because people need to go out of their way to get on the computer and do another zoom meeting right exactly. because if everything's online i'm doing school and work from the computer and now i have to get on this other zoom call to do some more work it's kind <laughs> of like <laughs> it's a little bit tedious but um people went out of their way to do that and I think we we did a really good job at like taking the fact that we weren't able to be in person to really get our communications mm-hmm. together. Um and that's in terms of like the new guard, but other than that like personally, I just I was home a lot. I depressed? <laughs> definitely depressed. I mean, not not even that bad. It's just like I I didn't mind being at home. But you I don't spent feel more time like with my mom. Yeah. But you don't feel like I I want to do something now out there because I I I see bad things happening and I want to help. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, but we were still organizing. Yeah. We were still working on it. It's not like it stopped because the pandemic came. No, it's like it got worse. Mm-hmm. There's more stuff to do. So, like with the business owners, I was telling you that like we shift around what the needs of people are. Uh, when the pandemic hit, the business, the restaurants, delis and stuff like that closed down. Um, And we help them apply to all these like state grants and local grants and stuff like that so that they can keep paying their workers while it was closed so that they can pay the rent, utilities, whatever it is. It's like I was still doing a lot of work. um, So I had stuff to keep me busy and I was still doing sort of interactions with people just like on the computer, which sucks. But um, I'm like happy that and feel better. Yeah. When you help others. Yeah feel better but feel you happy because you want to do you enjoy it yeah i do enjoy it and it's really rewarding to be like oh you know i help you know 
you help someone and then they're like, oh, you really helped me figure that out. Thank yes. You. And it's like, oh my God, yes. I, that was happened to me when I was in a hunger strait and I was like, they told me, why you no one see your face? I was like, because it's not about show who, who really I am. Mm-hmm. I want to just show my, 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 my things, you know, mis, mis cosas que yo estoy haciendo. So mm-hmm. I want to show on different way who I really I am and what mm-hmm. I we do and help others. Mm-hmm. And when I see that kind of money we are funded, I was like, you it's know, going well. <laughs> yes. So this is this is nice. I'm I'm really enjoying. I'm so happy. And I was happy to like like you, your mom, and other other women because all these projects and all these are um, groups. They're mainly white women, yeah. They're only yeah. They're mostly women that are in charge of this stuff. Yeah, and I mean, I that's it makes sense because we're more. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Even um, this lady, she's like um, what are, what is the the name? I forgot the name. She is like sixty years, I guess, and she she been working on this activist by ten years. Mm. And uh, I was like, wow, I'm proud for this woman. I'm so happy. And then the other lady too. And uh, she's um, I think her her name is uh, you know the lady for 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 the clinic. You you don't you don't know her? No, I don't. Yeah, she's she's another one's a uh, tough woman. Mm-hmm. She's um she's she's make more activists and I think she have a book new namas or no mas. Oh, okay. Yes, she was great. I was like, my God, I'm surrounded. I was yeah, like, surrounded by powerful women. Wow, and I was like, I want to be like this. I want to <laughs> be like her. I want no no no. I was like, nobody stop me now. <laughs> mm. So this this is fun. It, and you feel great, yeah, to to that. Too. Yeah, no, it's really it's really great to to be able to meet so many other people that are involved in this and like every time you jump on a project or a different cause, like you're always going to meet that and, person that's like driven and like and you determined. Know, and, and and the other thing I don't see on this, I don't see these matches. I don't see machistas people, machistas guys, you know. The macho men there, the oh, I want to do on my own way. Mm. I don't see that. I see, I see the the, I see the men's there. Quiet, and whatever the the woman say, whatever they want to do, just quiet and just say yes, yes, man, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, and and that makes sense, right? The people that would be coming into issues like this and working on that would be more open to taking orders from like a female mm-hmm. presenting person mm-hmm. um but yeah i you know i think during the the hunger strike um the main coordinators were all female yeah um which is really great yeah um, that was that's was awesome and uh that's why i was thinking wow i don't see our i don't see these guys i don't see more more men's there like used to do mm. i don't see that i don't I was like, where, where, where are you? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, don't understand. Mm-hmm. Don't understand. I know. We have to bring them in is the other thing. Like, we can't, like, just exclude people. Like, they, people need to be brought in and then they need to relearn or unlearn a lot of things. Because yeah. a lot of the times, like, um, machismo and, you know, other traits like that are ingrained in you since you're really young. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
you have to unlearn those things and you need to have like a group of people, some sort of support group to help you with that stuff too, right? If you're being rude or if you're just like you think those ways you're saying things like that someone has to be like hey don't say that or like hey maybe say this instead Mm -hmm. or when you say that you come off as this um but not in an aggressive way more of like a hey let's let's change that a little bit um i'll help you out um which would be great to get more people involved (laughs) yeah so you see the different uh, this generation and them the other generation, you know, from Mexico, the generation from Mexico, you think they are different now? Um, what do you mean? Uh, like, um, like a machismo, yeah. Uh, like all men, sometimes mm. there's aggravate, oh. you know. But now the other, like uh, the generation, like you, other guys, the generation, they are different mind. They are, they don't, they don't, they don't speak about machismo. They, you know. Yeah, there definitely is a there's a huge cultural shift, yeah. and like also if you're living here, it's again you're not as surrounded as you would be in like Mexico, mm-hmm. like that culture, but it's still it's still there. Mm-hmm. I still see it. There's still people that are um, that have those traits and habits, and that's because their parents are just passing it down to them, yeah. or the older family members are just passing it to them. But then the difference is that the youth is willing to be like, actually, let me think about that. Mm-hmm. Or they're surrounded by very uh, open-minded people yeah. as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're more willing to call each other out and say like, that's not a good thing it, to it say. Yeah. Instead of like older generations, just letting people do whatever they do. No, we're, <laughs> we're going to tell you what's going we on. We out. Like, hey, hello, we don't need that. So bye. Get out. <laughs> well, not by, but it's like, let's change that. <laughs> yes, that's good. That's good. That's good explanation. Change that. Yes, mm-hmm. because we are different now, different times, different generations. And we need to think about we are the same level. Mm-hmm. We, are, we are qualities. We are, all, we are women's and men's. We are, we are the same. Yeah, we're all working. And especially in this field, like, we're all working towards the same stuff, towards mm-hmm. the same goals. Um, most of the time, it's like, just to be people that can be people that can yeah. live and thrive. Um, that's a lot to ask for, actually. But it, we're all looking for the same stuff. And I was, um, you thinking have a babies maybe one day? No, <laughs> no, I'm not having kids. <laughs> yes, I know it's hard, hard times. Um, not even because it's hard times. Like I, I just don't think I see myself with. It's, it's um, no. It's not your goal. It's not your point. Make family and have a kids. Like oh, well, I'll have a family. I just won't have kids. Um, if I do have kids, I don't know. I really don't want kids. No. Um, maybe duck. <laughs> maybe cat. a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I have two dogs and a cat actually. So they're they're already. You're a big mama now. <laughs> mm, they're pretty expensive too. Yes, I know. I used to have a two cats. So that was too mm-hmm. much. They live in much better than me when I was in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, so yeah, that that's 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 good thing, yeah, because you had to focus, you John, so you had to focus and on you, mm-hmm. and um, so you're thinking maybe you're gonna marry, you know? Um, it's like doesn't matter, yeah. No, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, yeah, most most like this, you had to thinking like that in this time because you know from in Mexico all the time the the aunt. Or the grandma all the time asks you, when when you gonna marry? When you have a kids? When mm-hmm. 
No, yeah, I no. I, and I, I don't I don't like that type of like culture. It's really it's really toxic because it's like it's like I get that it's family. Um, and what's interesting is that like in Mexico or like in other um, Central uh, America, Central America. South American countries, it, there's a lot of familism. And in the United States, there's a lot of individualism. Exactly. So sometimes for a person like me, having that Mexican family and me myself being Mexican, but me growing up in the United States, I'm more prepped to be an individual, right? So I'm always being set up to go the like the individual way. Mm. Um, but I still have to think about like, well, what about my family? Because in the United States, it's like, oh, I'm going to move out. You figure it out, blah, blah, blah. You have your house and stuff like that. But it's really difficult with families like ours because my mom doesn't own her own house. Right. Exactly. That's a big difference. We don't own property. We don't have generational wealth. We don't have all these things that, you know, these white families here have like security um, and stability to be able to be like, well, I'm only going to focus on myself. Exactly. Like, right? like 18... we have to focus on each other yeah. to support each other. To be able to move up in life. Exactly. Yeah. Most because like uh, Latinos, we are, if you get in like 25 years, you're still living with them, with your mom or with your family. Yeah. Because and I mean, it's hard. That's, yeah. That's the other thing. It's not just like, um, it's not just like, like, like brown, like brown people. There's also other kinds of uh, other people with different backgrounds that have been living with their parents because, because they, we can't find housing exactly and we the rent and they need to help the family too that's yeah yeah or it's like there's just no place for us to actually live in there's all these luxury apartments going up for like three thousand dollars a month for like a studio it's like who's able to do that if we're being paid minimum wage if we're being told to go to school and we're in debt and it's hard, yeah. You had to go to school, you had to pay your bills, mm -hmm. and um, many things is coming out. And uh, if you go to college, you had to to uh, work in to pay the college, mm -hmm. and you had you had to buy buy car. If mm -hmm. you need you need to drive, so make transportation exactly, mm -hmm. and to pay all the things. So it's hard. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Is every time you see the rent is high and high and high. And I was thinking here in New Haven. Remember, I was talking to you long time it was not like that now it's changing but why because we have more people i don't know where they come from they 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 have money obviously they're wealthy but all the rent is, is getting high mm -hmm. and what 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 about the us what about the the people the urban people so we need what to about move the people that have been living here yeah so they had to move now and move now yeah, a lot of people are moving out of New York State in the past couple of years, um, which is unfortunate. And uh, it just goes to show you how bad of a housing crisis we have. And it's not like people are asking for, you know, something luxurious. People yeah. just want a place to live. To live. People just want a home that's yes. like decent, a decent home. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> so... Better stay stay at home or with where your family or if you want to be live by yourself, you have to well make with other rent with other friends, mm -hmm. more friends, and sometimes it's agaver. Until yeah. you have roommates, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, no, I, well, I, I live with my mom, and sometimes it feels like roommate 
because I'm just working all the time. But um, I do hope to at some point move out and have a own place of my own. But also keeping in mind that I want my mom to be secure as well. Yeah. So it's complicated. I want to yeah. leave, but I don't want to leave her. Yeah, it's it's like that. That's I think that they're all they all are Latinos. We are the same level. Mm. <laughs> yes, are. So yeah, I was like, wow, we're talking so long. No, it's not. It's not really. But yeah. So um, what else I want to ask you? I want to ask you something else, but I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. That's all right. Uh yes. So tell me. So now here. Where are you going to go? What is your goal? From here, uh, wherever I end up. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm full-time at school right now. I'll be done in about a year. Um, I'll have my associates, and then I'll get a full-time job somewhere. Mm -hmm. And hopefully that job is somehow related to activism and mm -hmm. the work that I've already been doing. Because there are jobs like that, just people don't yeah, know about them. Exactly. Um. Because I, I already have like experience like being on the ground and with my part time job. Now I have administrative mm -hmm. experience and then I'll have my associates. So it'll be it'll I'll have a good resume to get yeah. a good job. Um, but yeah, I'm not really worried about what what will happen next. I know that whatever comes will be good for me and I'll figure it out. And I have a good support network. I have a really, you know, yeah, nice family. So. That's good. So yeah, with some. Um, so, tell me more about the this project. The last I was like, maybe, maybe some people don't like. Maybe some people say yes. The marijuana. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really controversial for some reason. Um, so I worked on. Well, I I was part of this group um, called Start Smart New York where they we, they were advocating to pass a marijuana regulation and taxation act and a few months ago like a month ago mm -hmm. it was actually finally passed and uh cannabis became legal for those 21 and older in New York state there's still a lot of um things we have to wait for like the dispensaries won't be open for another year and then you can't grow your own stuff another year after that so um it's going to be really slow but we're really happy about um the legalization of it because mm -hmm. it just doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, these laws are put in place to discriminate and harm black and brown people. Exactly. Right. And especially in Westchester, um, the, the people getting arrested are like young people, like 24 and under. Wow. And that's the majority of the people being arrested for low level marijuana possession. That's not good. Um, and what happens after that? Right. So if they're targeting black and brown people, young people, you And then you get a criminal record, you go to jail, something happens like that. You you're you're done. Right. You can't apply for housing. You can't apply job. for financial aid. It's really difficult to find a job. You're done. Oh. Your own family is probably going to discriminate against you mm -hmm. and you have no sort of support. Exactly. So this is the, the, those laws are just set up to ruin people's lives. The forever. forever. Really? Is this forever? Forever. So that's slowly going to. The, you know, marijuana legalization is slowly gonna gonna <laughs> change things. Um, you know, less people being incarcerated. Um, but at the same time, it you know it did a lot of harm. Yeah, it did a lot of harm to people. Um, so you see the change. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm happy that it's legal. I did go to the cannabis parade that they did on May 1st. Uh, super weird to be um, just smoking out in the park like nothing. <laughs> um, and it was May Day, so we did the cannabis parade. We, we, we listened to the speakers and stuff like that. A lot of them really excited to get into the business, ready to like get workers and stuff like that. Um, so that's the, it was a cannabis parade on one side. And everyone was smoking like really funky. Yeah, yeah, I see that. And, like that. <laughs> um, and then you turn around. The other side is like. And, and the other side is actually like a Mayday rally mm -hmm. um, against Amazon. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it's like a Workers Unite type of rally. Um, a lot of like, uh, you know, books and pamphlets with information and history and stuff like that. So. We stayed in the cannabis parade for a little bit. Then we went over to the May Day rally. Um, we listened to some people speak. I think the main guy that did the Amazon strike, um, the walkout or something, he was also there. So, you know, good that we have cannabis, but there's a lot of other issues too, yeah. right? Like there's a lot of yes. stuff going on. Um, so it's good to celebrate, but also keep working. Keep working. Exactly. Yeah, it is getting, I, I feel it's getting more better because at least, I remember my brother, my job brother, he used to smoke. Mm -hmm. And my mom said, it's okay. You know, mm -hmm. my mom, he was, she, my mom said, I want you to do it here in the house, mm -hmm. but I don't want you to do it outside. So that's, that's better do it, do it at home. And, uh, and then for mom, it's better and for, better for him. Because mm -hmm. don't, he don't get him, like you say, maybe arrest, maybe something is going to happen because he was a, a smoke, mm -hmm. a little weed. So my mom, she's, he, he, let her, he let her do everything in yeah. her room, only her room. When you open the door, that room, it was like... <laughs> just full of smoke, yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. I was like, I, I, I think that that's a good thing when, when you had your, your, your family, your parents, and accept that and say, okay, much better like that. Then you go out and something happened to you out there. Mm -hmm. So now it's, it's everything is by legalese legalizado mm -hmm. so i think it's better you know it's much better but you had to still i mean what we actually need to do is have yeah. community conversations exactly. because there's a lot of families and parents and older generations or just some people that are like if you do that you're you're ruined you're ruined your life is done like you're a bad person this but and it's, that. Not, it's not like let's, that let's it's... actually talk about why people use substances exactly. not just marijuana what about tobacco coffee alcohol Oof, yes it's a big issues tobacco and alcohol that's mm -hmm. the big big issues we have but yeah. they don't want to talk about that that's the problem no they don't want to talk they, about they don't want it because you know that how much is how much money they there's are they yeah. make it every year yeah so that's how it is well So I'm gonna say thank you to you. Thank you for listening, Mujeres del Siglo XXI. And I really enjoy it. My guest, Celsi. Celsi, yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. And please don't forget to listen. And if you smoke weed, please be careful. <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> just know your rights. <laughs>